podcast. Uh, welcome to Trev's Golf Talks podcast for a Seniors Capstone Project. Today, I'm with Sakith Hegday, and we'll be talking about golf technology. Uh, first question, Sakith, what is Gears, and what makes it so advanced and different than other technologies? Yeah, I mean, Gears is one of the most advanced ways to capture the motion of a golfer. It's different to anything else on the market. And it uses, so basically it uses 3D technology to provide the coach and golfer with the most accurate information that they can get. And Mm -hmm. what this does is that the information that you get from this, it will allow the player to improve at a faster rate because there's no second guessing or third guessing. Like Mm -hmm. the results are just there and it proves for itself. And then it's much different to KVS or TrackMan because it's more expensive at the same time. And not many people or coaches have this to their advantage just because of the price. Yeah. So, I mean, learning about your body is obviously so important in golf. So what does this actually do? It allows the player and the coach to see ways in which they can improve like let's say Mm -hmm. they're early extending at impact or there's just something off in their swing and then they can relate to the physical side and see Mm -hmm. where they can improve physically which can then translate into having a better swing leading to better scores on the course that's awesome yeah no that seems like one of the definitely more upcoming technologies that golf is bringing Yes. So now another technology is TaylorMade's Twist Face. Now, what is this? TaylorMade's Twist Face technology is something that they came up with after the M2 and M3, M2s. And then it's basically unique because only TaylorMade uses this. Mm-hmm. And then what this is, is that so the club face, like there's a different curvature. Mm-hmm. And then it's designed to help a golfer's accuracy, especially when it's not hit off of the center. Like, let's say it increases the backspin for high toe shots, and then, like, low heel impacts would have less spin, which would then improve the accuracy and distance that the ball will go. Yeah. I've noticed a lot of amateur players who pick up this like it because it minimizes a slice or a duck hook, which... A lot yeah, of like exactly. a lot of people handicaps struggle with. Yeah, true. A lot of people have used this on the course and the results are showing that for themselves, especially in the PJ tour. Mm-hmm. I see typically a lot of players playing tailor made drivers and I mean everybody seems to love them. Yeah, exactly. Alright, so next question we got should a lot should golf allow trackable golf balls in usga events um this has its advantages and disadvantages Mm -hmm. and the advantage being that finding golf balls would be faster leading to a faster pace of play on the course Mm -hmm. and this is a big problem in the game especially within the casual side of golf with just playing for fun and However, a disadvantage with this is that there would ha- they would have to find ways in which the chip would have to be inserted into the core mm-hmm. of the golf ball, and it would be much more expensive 
and then manufacturers would also have to find ways to make it safer so that it won't get damaged after a round of golf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the impact on the club with the chip, like when you're hitting the ball, I feel like it could mess up the chip in some way and it would you're yeah. definitely right about it it uh, might increase the, the whole price <laughs> dynamics of the golf ball mm-hmm. and it would definitely make a whole new like like way to the golf balls like as in building it and yeah certainly but they're finding ways and like there are some companies in the market that are doing working on this yeah there's a couple of uh different companies there's ones that have trackable golf balls and then i know there's some that you can actually screw in like this little piece to the top of your uh like the top of your grip and it basically can track kind of where the ball goes based on your swing which is pretty unique yeah for sure but i think it would be nice to help find balls yeah definitely to help find balls would be nice but to like i mean then again the whole way of the golf ball would change so yeah all right, so we got next, we got uh, range finders and watches. What do you prefer and what are the pros and cons to each? Well, I think both of them are good options where watches are more convenient because they're all in your wrist throughout the entire round mm-hmm. and you won't have to take them out of your bag and put them back in. But range finders, I just like a range finder because it's more traditional and I just don't like the feeling of wearing a watch while playing mm-hmm. golf. Agreed. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Other than that, yeah, no, I'm definitely a bigger fan of the range finder, especially when you're able to shoot each target. Like sometimes you can't get like, oh, what's the dif- distance to the bunker with the watch or what's the distance to the water or what's the difference to the back, back of the green? Like a lot of them have front, back and middle. Yeah, but not but a lot it, of them. You can't pick spots with it. Like I think a rangefinder is way more efficient. Yeah, definitely gives you more ways to find different yardages to different pins, waters, hazards, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the handicap system. Is this a thing of the past, or is there anything like that can replace this inaccurate handicap system? Uh, I think the handicap system is accurate for the most part but it's not just because some people are playing their home course every day Mm -hmm. so it's an advantage for them in comparison to someone who plays a different course Mm -hmm. each time that they play and then it also factors into like the course rating slope when the person plays so it's always an advantage for someone that plays the same course and then mm-hmm. submits the best round compared to someone who's completely honest and includes their bad rounds and their handicaps. Yeah, it'd be unique to see how they'd fix that because the thing is, I mean, for a lot of the lower handicaps, like when you're in, like probably below 10 or I'd say, like a lot of them are around the same. They're very good players and maybe it's a difference of a stroke or two. Yeah, with the exactly. higher with the higher handicaps, like if I were as a two handicap to play a match against like a thirty, and all of a sudden the thirty can go out because he's athletic and has only played a couple rounds, and all of a sudden he posts like a like an eighty five, he's gonna he's gonna beat me pretty bad. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the disadvantage with it. So I think playing with people with 
around the same like handicap range would be a better way to compete in terms I agree. of that score. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, also, because I noticed a lot of people will enter their best scores instead of all their scores, which is another problem to the handicap. That's like a problem I know our home course faces a little bit. Yeah. Now, moving into simulators. So, obviously, being in the Northeast, it is cold. <laughs> um, <laughs> what would you say, like, your favorite brand of simulator is? Because you're obviously a really good player. And, like, what do professionals use? Um, The tour players mainly use full swing pro simulators. So, players like Tiger Woods, Jordan Spieth, they all have this simulator built into their house. Mm-hmm. And then Tiger also endorses a simulator, which, I mean, for a player of that caliber, it probably means that it's like the best simulator in terms of accuracy. Mm-hmm. And then, but at the same time, simulators are great and it may not be 100% accurate all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... I guess nothing can beat playing a round of golf. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because there are different factors that come into play, Mm -hmm. like the wind, weather, or just being intimidated by the course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, definitely the accuracy of the simulators. and I mean, for the most part, I'd say they're pretty good. Uh, It's funny, I've actually never played in the full spring uh, simulator I've only played the TrackMan and Foresight and a bunch of the like, like more of the uh, like more known, well known uh, aspects of simulators. But yeah, for sure. Uh, for what would you say, wait, what would you say is your like outside of everything golf technology? Is there anything you're most excited for? Um, I'm just more excited to see just the game grow. Like, I would like to see more people being involved in the game. Mm-hmm. And like golf being given more importance, like let's say football and baseball or something like that, because it's definitely not a cheap sport like any of the other ones. Yeah. Uh, where do you see golf in a hundred years? Like looking at the future, I think golf is in a great place as of right now. After COVID, everything's been picking up and. More people are being involved playing the sport because during COVID, golf was pretty much the only sport that you can play outside. Mm -hmm. And then in terms of technology, it's difficult to say because of how advanced it can become, especially as you can see over the last 10, 15 years, it's rapidly changed with the golf ball going further than ever, Mm -hmm. clubs being designed in ways to make the ball go straight and further, which mm-hmm. never really existed. And then you've got other stuff like simulators, gears, and like whatever we've talked about, which is mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of cool technology that's up and coming. And also there's just internationally, it's grown just a ton. Like you're from the Bahamas and now you're golfing up in uh, the United States, which is awesome. Yeah, exactly. And golf is growing within the u.s and on the international stage as well Mm -hmm. it's it's basically being recognized as something that's just fun and like you can play for a long time Mm -hmm. whereas other sports you would have to 
retire at a certain age, like in your thirties or mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. The injury aspect in golf is very minimal compared to like a basketball or a football or, or a soccer where you see people hurting their knees, like concussions are a big thing in football. Yeah. Hockey, I mean, you see people getting hurt a lot. So it's, it's definitely a sport that you can play while you're older, and I think that's why people are really gravitating towards it. Yeah, and then you can see players like, or even basketball players like Michael Jordan, who mm-hmm. just shifted to golf after they've retired. Just, yeah, a lot of football players do yeah. that too. Like Tony Romo did that, and then Stephen Curry from basketball is doing it. So, Yeah, and then even soccer with Gareth Bale. And then there are just, there are just a lot of celebrities who have taken up golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outside of that second, I think we're good. we're good for today. I answered all my questions great. Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, no problem. It was nice discussing mm-hmm. this with you. Yeah, for sure. All right, have a good day, second. Thank you. You too.